Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Bob. And I'm Father Dave. And things are crazy. Hey, good morning, Father Dave. Good things morning. are always crazy. That, that tagline will never die. Nope. Um, just uh, those of you who aren't watching, uh, you can You're just tell so by much. the background that, Bob, you are, you are not in Steubenville, Ohio right now. <laughs> I am not. I am in uh, Osprey, Florida, on the west coast of Florida. Some crazy storms here last night. Uh, this is Monday morning. Can you hear the birds chirping in the background? Yes, I can. That's nice. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day here in Florida. So my, uh, my mom lives down here in Florida, but we are moving her to Steubenville, Ohio. So I am down here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm coming home today, um, and I'll be back down again over the next couple weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, moving is uh, – it has some emotion to it, right? You know, it's about letting go. And um, I, I didn't grow up in this house. Uh, but my parents have lived here, gosh, for like a good 25 years, maybe 30 years, maybe not that long. But it, a lot of memories, a lot of pictures, um, you know, yeah. you're downsizing dramatically. Holidays. So what, what don't you need anymore? Holidays, all, all those things. But I'm having, a, I'm having a good time with my mom. And you are, cool. uh, you're, you're, you're coming to us from your office. I think this is our first video podcast from the president's office at Franciscan yes, University of Steubenville. And you can see it looks slightly true. more interesting than your room. I think there's a picture on the wall. There is. There's lots of pictures. Let's see. Back behind me is uh, my ordination invitation, some icons I got uh, in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. This is my Do you office. have a favorite this icon? Is where, this, is where the, this is where the magic happens. Um, <laughs> I don't – I mean, I – I love St. Paul. So most of the, with the exception of one, most of the images I have are of St. Paul. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So anyway, we're very excited for all of you listening, tuning in today. Um, And, uh, you know, heading into a semester as we're, we're diving into fall, exciting things happening. Uh, Just to speak the most obvious one, uh, the new Spider-Man trailer uh, has dropped and Do you know something? I, I, I've not I've not watched it yet. I saw this. Is, is all that right? That. Yes, it is. It's right. <laughs> I've seen all the like. You, there's all kinds of little chatter and stuff about it, but yes, I mean it's just a trailer, really. It it's more. You know that means you haven't watched it. It's so much more than a trailer. Oh, is um, it? Oh, oh, it is. It is. Well, you know what's really fun about it. So the last. The last, where last we left Spider-Man, the, the, the tail end of the previous movie, he was outed in public by J. Jonah Jameson um, that Peter Parker outed? was Spider-Man. Well, oh, he, yeah, okay. because he, he was like, he revealed his secret identity. So that was like where the last movie Anybody like, who what? can't figure out who Spider-Man is is like, they're just clueless. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, it's not as go bad ahead. as like Clark Kent Superman. You're right. You're right about you know, that. It's not just like taking glasses off. That's right. Um, right. Anyway, so the trailer picks up right there where oh Peter Parker goes to one of my favorite Chick-fil-A. superheroes of all time. Chick-fil-A. No, oh, not Chick-fil-A. Um, no, no. Another Dr. superhero. Dr. Z. Doc, very close. Dr. Strange. He yes. goes to Dr. Strange and he says, can you do a spell that reverses the whole thing? But the spell no goes crazy oh, and no. a multiverse occurs. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. And this is the most awesome part. I'm going to ruin the trailer for you, but it's okay. 
Okay. At the end of the trailer, uh-huh. yeah. you see the arm of Doc uh-huh. Ock, right? You yeah. know Dr. Octopus, a bad guy. And of course, who doesn't? Alfred Molina from the original Spider-Man 2. You are kidding me. They're breaking oh into gosh. the other Spider-Man, like Tobey Maguire movies, dude. I feel like I should just, we should just stop this and everybody should go watch this trailer right now. I, I think you're being sarcastic, but I'm not exactly sure. Because this is really exciting stuff. No, yeah, no. You're, you're, being, you, you're being sarcastic. You, you, you nailed it. You're being you sarcastic. It. Well, that's, that's well, there great, are many Bob. listeners that are on the edges of their various seats. I'm sure they both are. Or leaning forward okay. as they're running. Or, uh, or, or how, how do I turn this off? <laughs> or where is the darn power button? Yeah. Some, people, some people right now, you know how on podcasts you can play it faster, like to one. My, my younger brother list is everything like one and a half. I just think it's so weird. Right now, people are looking like, is there like an eight? that <laughs> You can just kind of <laughs> speed this up so we can get through it. Where's the spiritual stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead and tell um, us how Superman is spiritual. Superman or Spider-Man? Do you want to change Spider-Man, genres? Spider-Man, I mean, we're going from Spider-Man. Marvel to DC. Spider-Man. I actually think Spider-Man 2, um, with the early Spider-Man 2, is all about vocation. Okay. Because there's a tension in Parker's life where he is he has like Peter Parker life and he's got Spider-Man life. And oftentimes there's a dynamic of him struggling to embrace the fact that he's Spider-Man. He wants to be a regular dude studying chemistry, dating Mary Jane, etc., and so I think there's a lot of cool. I think there's a lot of cool parallels of this gift given to somebody who didn't ask for it. You know, no, this wasn't anybody that ever aspired to be great, right? Yeah. You know exactly how that feels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with great power comes great responsibility. That's like a classic. That's like morality. If you build it, they like, will come. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you great. know, again, Field of Dreams is like the Spider-Man of baseball movies. That's great. Well, that's good. And I'll, I'll be sure to watch it as soon as we're done here. And, you know, it was funny. I knew that we were going to talk about your mom moving. And it's funny because I I never really moved. Like the house that I grew up in, I always grew up in that. And then mom and dad moved after I had left out. So I never had that experience of moving a house or anything like that. And that's probably, honestly, that it's maybe it's mixed. I'm sure there's some sadness to that. So yeah. Yeah, there's probably some sadness to that kind of thing. I remember one time I was helping one of the friars, we were getting a new car for the friary, and there was a lady and it was clear that she was upset and she was crying and and then what she was saying is she said, "Could I have just a few more minutes with my car? This was the car I brought my children home from at the hospital." Aww. And it was it was beautiful and it was sweet and it was also just not where I am. Yeah, but I'm probably just <laughs> well, not all, just not all of us have taken a vow of detachment and poverty. Yeah, so. well, I, well, I mean, but I, I guess I, honestly, I, in, it really was sweet. I just didn't realize kind of attachments to a vehicle related to coming home from the hospital and stuff. So, yeah, those are things. Hey, what that, was it like? What was it like for you entering in to the Franciscans? Like giving up all your stuff. Was there any yeah. particular item that was like that last, uh, you know, thing, or was it just yeah. like, oh, I'm so glad to get rid of all of this? It really, there, it really was not a difficult thing for me. I'm not, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not a real, from that perspective, a real sentimental. Like things have a lot of. I mean, there are some things that are very dear to me, but that that wasn't particularly difficult. I, I must say that I had to laugh because actually one of the friars who had passed away right before I came in 
uh, gave me his golf clubs. So when I went to Loretto, I brought his golf clubs with me. And and I just found that somewhat funny, you know, that I was going in to, to become a postulant with my golf clubs. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But that's the other thing, honestly. And again, it's just our lives are different that that if if somebody said that I needed to move, I could be done by the end of the day. Hmm. You know, I could I could box every I mean, if I had boxes, I could put everything together and I could be I could leave. I, I think I could leave by the end of the day. So that's I mean, there's something that's really very blessed about that, that that, that yeah. I actually love. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that is that is pretty amazing. Yeah, no, mm. I, I yeah, I think that's cool. I don't think I would be able I don't know if end of day I would be end able to year. move. Maybe <laughs> it would yeah, take yeah. a while. But, you know, no, I have I've, accumulated. I've, Bob, I've with been with in your kids home. comes lots of stuff. I've, so. I've, I've been in your home. Hey, did you get the – did we talk about the your house getting fried? Has that all been fixed? You had a, 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 oh, a yeah, lightning the lightning that struck my house. Well, it's been fixed, yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. I replaced my TV, my yet? receivers. Oh, my goodness. Five? I did. I'm sure somebody was praying. I, I'm like, sure last week – my phone buzzed because I put like my Twitter on notification. I usually have no notifications, but I started following this Twitter account that let you know when something was on sale. And sure enough, it was the afternoon. My phone buzzed. I opened up like four computer screens. I got in the PlayStation thing. One of them made it, got the PS5. And, and, and all uh, it was, well it was a great, rice, it was a great feeling well of victory. Home. Yeah, not that I actually play PS5. My kids were, I was probably more excited than my kids just for that sense of like accomplishment. You know, like yeah, I did, and you know, I'm screaming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the modern day equivalent of Hunters. I got That's on the great. PlayStation site at the right time and I purchased cool. the PlayStation 5. Yeah, thanks for asking. Thanks for caring. Yeah, See, sure. you do care. See yeah. that. I'm not hey, speaking of caring, Franciscan University, we kicked off our school year and yes. uh, we have some fun numbers to share with y'all. And this is my read. Yes. Record enrollment, podcast promo for the week. I didn't have oh to read that gosh. one, did I? Okay. No. The no. semester, actually, this is really cool. This semester, Francisco University welcome. colon. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> oh, but this is cool. So it's it's maybe not as big as Superman or Spider-Man, whatever. This semester, Francisco University welcomed over 700 new students, our second largest incoming class on record. And we welcomed our largest class ever of returning students, which is 1,530, which is actually really cool because we did the step in faith. And part of that step in faith was that students would come here and they would love it. And this is, in fact, the case. We have over 3,400 students enrolled in some capacity at the university this fall, which is great. We are so grateful. And we just want to take a yeah. moment to say thank you. Whether you prayed for Franciscan University, you spoke to someone about coming to school here, or many of you did, donated to support our mission. We are so grateful for your prayers and, and everything that you've done for us. Uh, as this school year unfolds, we're one week down. I prayed a rosary last night, actually, with the students. We walk around the campus every evening. We prayed the rosary. We prayed specifically for the people in Louisiana last night. We're going to talk about that Thanks. in a minute. Um, but we just do our best to be able to educate and evangelize uh, young people and send them forth to a world that really, really needs them. Uh, so we're just grateful for that. I want to thank everybody. Thank everyone for your support and your prayers. And it's just made up for the beginning of a great semester. You I mean, know, it was the obvious. Here, but... oh, <laughs> I was just here for the weekend. It's, I work there. I'm there all the time. Um, Whatever. You know, it was the obvious question of... So if we give students free tuition for a semester, how many are going to ditch the second semester? And the fact that, A, 
Not really. I mean, the second semester yep. we had a, we had like one of the lightest attritions we've ever had, and right. then this year having the biggest returning class. I think you're right, Father Dave. It really does speak to God's faithfulness. It speaks to um, students loving the experience here. You know, mm-hmm. um, I know you you were shared this at a faculty meeting. You know, one of our faculty when uh, you mentioned this idea was so excited because he was saying we're betting on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we're yeah, yeah. we're betting on the fact. That when they experience the, the quality education in the classroom, when they're at the campus environment, they're going to say, there's no other, there's no better place than Franciscan. And, and that's Agreed. been exciting to be a part of. So, yeah, there, yeah, those, yeah. Th- that's just awesome. And the first week of class is always, it's just always fun. I mean, you've got the freshmen that are anxious and nervous, um, the seniors who are seniors. It's just, it's really, yeah, it's just wonderful being on college campus. But, yeah. But like yeah, I said it, last it night, really we, we did spend last night, we walked around, we do a, a rosary every night at 9 p.m. And just prayed specifically, a couple of people had DM'd me and texted me and about what, yeah. what's going down in Louisiana. And correct me if I'm wrong, it was the anniversary of Katrina yesterday, true, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. It's just, yeah, yeah, the timing just, is, just, is just nuts. Yeah, I've, I've got some So we're recording this on, uh, a lot of you who listen to the podcast know we usually record on Monday mornings and it's Monday morning now. And I'm only just saying that because by the time this gets released on Wednesday, I mean, we're just starting to hear about the damage, but a lot of the most damaged places, people aren't there yet. So I don't know. I haven't heard any casualty numbers yet um, just because no, they don't exist yeah. at this time. But by the time you're right. listening to the podcast, you'll know a lot more uh, about what's going on. Um, just our, our prayers, um, yeah, yeah, just just a tough thing. Just, and then the other thing going I, on is, you know, the Afghan withdrawal that's going to happen tomorrow. You know, it's the which last is day, right? which is going to be yesterday for listeners on Wednesday, right? So all of that's going on in the news, and certainly our hearts and prayers with everybody involved. Um, you know, Father Dave, maybe something in terms of our, you know, the theme of our podcast, they that hope. Um, I don't know, just a feeling of powerlessness, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, like especially in the midst of it, literally a storm where there's nothing you can do but buckle down, right. you know, right, right, and, then, sure. and then you see the, the, the political situation and you just feel like we're America. Like that's not supposed to happen. You know, like we're not supposed to be, you know, told what to do by, you know, a group of terrorists. And I don't know if you just have any thoughts or any words, you know, in regard to the, the hope that we can find in, in those kinds of uh, situations. Well, I mean, that's a couple of things that just kind of strike me. First off, um, like there is an intimacy with prayer. Like this morning when I had my holy hour, I was just, the, the officer reading was actually a, from Jeremiah. And the beginning of it was talking that, that d- destruction and difficulty was going to come on the people because of all kinds of things going on. But then at the end, the, it, it kind of closes with, and yet God will be close to those. You know, he'll be close to the broken heart. It wasn't the text from broken heart, but it'll be close to those um, that he's not abandoned us, that he's always present to us. And and we need to just remind ourselves of that. So in one sense that that there's an invitation to prayer. But the thing that I was thinking about, Bob, and you use the word helplessness, that's something that we as human persons need to be able to wrestle with. In Hebrews, the scripture tells us that, um, that Jesus uh, sympathized with us because of his weakness. And and part of our weakness is our helplessness, you know, that, that there are things that we find ourselves in circumstances and situations that we find ourselves in, that honestly, there's nothing we can do. And that's, you know, I, I experienced that quite a bit as a priest and that people come to me with their difficulties and their struggles and their hearts are broken and they're suffering. And, and I would like to be able to just make everything go away. But, 
but I know that I can't, and I know that that's not how it works. And but that that when we are able to, in one sense, embrace our our weakness and in our littleness and our limitedness, which which when, when we reflect about it, it makes it more amazing that that Jesus would take on flesh. All right, he was omnipotent and and he was all powerful, but by taking on humanity, by taking on human flesh, he becomes limited. Right, he becomes weak in his humanity, and and. And he sanctifies that, right? That that we we can't do everything, we can't fix everything, we can't make everything better. It's not like we just kiss the boo-boo, you know, when somebody falls and scrapes their knees and everything's going to be okay. But that same sense of, of going to the Lord and just being close to him as he's close to us. And I mean, that what else, what else can we do? I mean, there's, I, I yeah. can pray for the people, I can reach out to the people down there. But even that's hard because there are some friends of mine that decided to stay down there and we've not heard from them yet. I'm sure they're fine, but still there's that. I just want to get a text saying, okay, it was a long night, but we're doing okay. But yeah, it's just kind of crazy. I think sometimes in those situations, you know, um, it's not that we're more helpless in those situations. It's just that we realize how helpless we always are. Yeah, um, that's a good point. You know, like we... Uh, did I just hear we a We have such song? an loop. You did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, this mic is good. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Thank you. Um, no, but I, I remember thinking, um, you know, every time I, I I took off in a plane, I would say a prayer, you know, because it's like a little bit like, all right, like this is crazy, you know, and this thing's taken off. And, you know, there's a feeling of helplessness, you know, when you're in a, when you're in a plane. Um, but then it occurred to me like, but we're actually just always helpless. Like there's always something that could go on. Um, I think COVID did this to us as well. It, it, it wrecked an illusion of control and power that we think we have. And then suddenly we go, oh my gosh, I could be killed, you know, by somebody sneezing or a mm -hmm. storm or, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. And I, I really liked what you said just about that idea of, um, you know, God being present in that suffering, you know, God being present in those moments. I mean, we think of, um, you know, the, the famous scripture of Jesus asleep in the boat, but he's in the boat, you know, he's, he's present there, you know, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the suffering and, um, and how that is something, I mean, that's, you know, I guess we, you know, we hope in what we do not see. I mean, those are the, sure. those are the moments where we're really clinging to our belief, to our faith, to, to a hope and a God that, hasn't forgotten about us, hasn't abandoned us, even if we're not sure what the heck is going on. Sure, sure. And, and as we both know, in fact, quite the opposite, no guarantees that everything's always going to go perfectly. And But what the guarantees are is that, that God is close to us, that he loves us, that he cares for us, that he's desires to breathe life into us. And even in that causes some anxiety sometimes because it's not the way we expected or wanted or hoped for. But we need to be able to just stop and kind of like you said, just lean into something. And, and, it, and it really, honestly, Bobby, it just, and it goes back and we talk a lot about this, about prayer, but sometimes it's, it's got to be just going to your room and closing your door and just taking a breath. And, and the God who is the God of the universe, the God, I mean, the God who is in the midst of the storm, literally in the midst of the storm. If it wasn't, I think of Augustine on Saturday, if it wasn't for the storm, he wouldn't have been, right? So that yeah. the Lord is in the middle of that and just praying. And, and that's that's really the grace is to be able to find the Lord in the middle of that. You know, some of the images of of our, our military personnel that, you know, we're coming home and 
their families. It's just, and, and we've, you know, yeah. we've, we've had tough years this year and, and, uh, but the Lord is still, the Lord is still close and he's still present to us. And, and sometimes it just takes a reminder of that. And, and, and sometimes we have to be able to look for that and hear that. And that's really what the reason why we started this was just in the midst of difficulties and struggles that we remind people that which we know, um, that we are loved, that we're cared for, that we're seen. And sometimes that's, that's just what we need. And a God who's faithful, even when we're faithless, you know, I think sometimes I, yeah. I mean, certainly there's a connection between our faithfulness and God answering prayer to be sure. Um, but I know sometimes at least in my own heart and mind, I overdo that. I mean, again, that's my, that's my grasp for control, right? If I'm really faithful, you know, then you'll come through. And, um, you know, there's times I've lost faith in things and God still comes through. I mean, I got to be honest, like, you know, we've talked, we've shared a few times about Ben Gessler at, you know, I was praying, I was fasting, sure. you know, and he Who just kept going today? down, 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 down. Who came home today? Yeah, that's what I wanted to, to, to go to. But like when it really got bad, there was a moment I was just like, well, I guess he's going to die. <laughs> you know, I was like, that's it. That's, okay. I, no more fasting. No right, more. going to die, Lord, take him. And and the beautiful okay, thing is the Lord wasn't like that, dependent Bob. on that for me. But please go ahead, yeah. Well, just let me say a word to that. In that, that's not giving up. You know, for the Christian, okay. it's not. Well, I get it, it's it's the Lord is still the Lord, even if even if Ben would yeah. have died. It's not that we give up. It's just that we are surrendering to the Lord's presence. You know, and and not in a way that we had hoped for or we prayed for. I mean. When my brother yeah. passed, I didn't feel like I was just, you know, you know that. You, you've lost your loved ones. It's that the Lord is still even present in that. It's not, or, or I think the invitation for us is not, it's not just giving up. But it's, it's, it's. if this cup could pass, I wish it would. But your will be done, Father. And and you are present in this. And I think that's that's the challenge for each one. It's, it's Again, it's the, the Jesus humbles himself and becomes weak. I mean, we see that in the Garden of Gethsemane. If this cup, I mean, Jesus himself, if this cup could pass, but it didn't, and he embraced it and, and found his father in the middle of that. So that's that's our invitation too. And that's supernatural. Yeah, that's, that that's, make sense that's a good word for me to hear. Thanks. Yeah. That's supernatural. Because I was so. kind of feeling like, oh man, I should have, you know, <laughs> kept yeah. being optimistic. But yeah, I, yeah, even you know, at the time I wasn't like, well, it's all over. But you're right. Just whatever the Lord's will yeah. was, as difficult as it was. But Ben's coming yep. home today. This is a this absolute is so miracle. Honestly, yeah, but I think really what do they normally I mean, say? For we, every we, every week in ICU is like five weeks of rehab or something like that. And they were expecting him to be rehabbing know, in, we, in that stopped, facility for months. Yeah. But just, I mean, I remember the Friday that everything was crashing and, and we, at the university, we just stopped. We prayed a rosary together and yeah. we, we had mass. And that was literally the turning point. It was, yeah, it was a great blessing. Yeah, let's just keep giving glory to God for that moment and for the prayers and what he's doing. Amen. Amen. So praise God for that. Hey, uh, we have a, uh, a corrections from our previous podcast, by the way. Uh, you know, they do that on PTI. It's like uh, corrections and missions. Mm-hmm. So in the previous mm-hmm. podcast, we were talking about uh, Caravaggio and the paintings of Caravaggio. And I mentioned how the cover of my book was a painting by Caravaggio of the storm at the sea. Uh, a kind listener, Joan Watson, uh, gently let me know that um, it was actually Rembrandt 
was on the cover of my book, not Caravaggio. Mm -hmm. I, I mixed up my painters. Actually, she said, she began by saying, somebody may beat me to the punch on this. Well, nobody did. <laughs> no other listener actually picked that up or at least cared enough to send an email, which is good. Uh, but she said, before you give me a hard time about getting it wrong, uh, she also says that you were talking about St. Monica being buried in the church of St. Monica, but it was, in fact, the church of St. Augustine. St. Augustine. So yeah, that was just my messed up she loved, She She loves the podcast, and she didn't ask this, but I'm going to give her a shout out because uh, she is a Catholic speaker and writer, and she actually does a lot of commentaries for every episode of The Chosen from a Catholic perspective, which is really, really cool. Her website is uh, Joan M. Watson, J-O-A-N-M Watson.com. And check it out. And Joan, thanks for listening to the show and being so nice to uh, make sure we get our facts straight, which is not one of our strengths in this show. I suppose. So this weekend, <laughs> we got we got Labor Day weekend coming up. We but do. But you know what? I have two weddings this weekend. And you know what I else? Have... On Friday is my 25th anniversary of my proposal. Okay. Okay, but which is kind of cool. It is. What? What? Why aren't you more excited it's about just, that? Well, it's just funny that I. I guess I would remember things like that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> if, I just like uh, I. I, well, like I don't asking, remember my, asking somebody to marry you is kind of like a really big deal. Well, I don't remember my twenty fifth anniversary of asking, "Can I join the community?" So anyway, but you, tell, you talk weeks, all the I, time about your little moment in the port where God said this must bear fruit. Yeah, well, Do you that have a was date different. For that? I, I, no, I have no idea what the date is. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I maybe know the year. That's because okay. you have no clinging to possessions or time, time and See, space. That, that's, you are just that's totally right. free I'm from above. It. I'm you above are in a multiverse. That's it. Yeah, that's you're in a multiverse. I am. I am. Okay, as I was saying before, I was so um, mocked, beautifully um, interrupted by the joy yeah. of my own personal vocation. But please, let's talk about other yeah. people. Yeah, so two weddings. So I've got a wedding on Saturday, and and just really a great couple. Um, the wedding's gonna be in Philadelphia. So uh, Michelle and Gabe, it's just gonna be a blessing to be able to have that the, the wedding. And then I've got another wedding that you'll be at, I'm sure. Yes. The following yes. Monday on Labor Day between uh, two people who've been a friends of the university for a long time, Sarah and John yep. Paul. Um, weddings yeah, are just John Paul you know plays I've been guitar very with blessed. me over the summer conferences. Those of you that get to come to conferences. And, and, and um, Sarah runs the conferences. So And Sarah runs the conferences. This summer, she was the first time running the adult conferences, and she did a fantastic yeah. job. They are a beautifully sweet couple, and we can't be more excited yeah. for them. Yeah, so. both. It's just, it's it's really, really exciting. And the fun thing is, like, with the exception of just very few weddings, all of the weddings that I've done, uh, with the exception of my younger brother, if I wouldn't have said that, he probably yelled and said, you know, you didn't say me. But, <laughs> um, but even that, his wife is a Franciscan alum. Um, I have okay. been Franciscan I have been Franciscan weddings and there's just something did about you, did you not get asked by your younger brother? Wait, do we need yeah, to dive into this wedding. a bit? I did his wedding. Oh. We yeah, said with the exception say, of, I thought. Well, I was gonna oh. say most of the weddings I've done were are just Franciscan weddings, with the exception oh, of his. Oh, and, you know, oh so, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But but you know something? Um it, it was really cool. Like one time when I was in charge of orientation earlier at the university, I would always ask the parents, you know, how did your family hear about Franciscan University? And this one couple, they were really, really sweet. They said, we had never heard about Franciscan University before. And we went to a wedding. And at the wedding, they were both graduates of Franciscan University. And um, the husband said, in the middle of the wedding, he looked to his wife and he said, um, our children are going to go to school wherever those kids went to school. 
And then they had talked about Franciscan. They said, we, they didn't know anything about it, but they said, that's where our kids are going to go. And it was just so moving, right? That, that this, this family was inspired, was touched, was moved by watching a wedding between two university students. And, and I'm so blessed to be able to do Franciscan University weddings. Weddings are <laughs> not, not all priests absolutely love weddings because sometimes they're a little bit stressful and there's just all different kinds of things go into it. But I've been so blessed and love being able to do weddings. And it's just going to be a great, great weekend of celebration. All right. Tell me a nightmare wedding story. <laughs> That's great. Um, well, let me say, uh, you know, our dear friend, uh, Heather, on Abiding, uh, the podcast. What is, I, Heather, forgive me. Abiding, it's not Abiding Together, is it? Yeah, it is. It's Abiding Together. Okay, Abiding Together. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm horrible with names. Uh, of podcasts. Let me leave it at that. Okay. So Heather's, this was just really great. Heather and Jake, I did their wedding a number of years ago. And so the rehearsal was Friday after Friday, late afternoon, and the wedding was going to be the next morning, but there was going to be a, a funeral before the wedding. So they, they had a wake Friday afternoon. So the body was in the church when we did the rehearsal of the wedding. It was the most awkward wedding rehearsal ever. I mean, the bridesmaids are coming up and they're bowing in front and there's a casket in the middle of it. And I'm saying, I'm saying, all right, tomorrow there's not going to be a casket. So you don't have to worry about this. But it was just the most awkward thing. And the one thing I guess that's good about it is I pray for that person. Honestly, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but. I, I continue to pray for that person because you will forever have a part of my memory. So that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. One, another one was a couple that, long story, didn't get a marriage license. And they lived in California. And you have to have a marriage license to get wet, uh, married. Right. So I called the priest who was local. And, and I said, you know, they didn't get a marriage license. Oh, this happens all the time. I said, oh, okay, well, what do they need to do? They need to go to Las Vegas and get married. I said, what? So he goes, yeah, they need to go to Las <laughs> Vegas, get married. They'll have a marriage license. And then they come back and you'll be, it's basically, you know, validation. Making it. So it's like, anyway, so we did the rehearsal without the married couple, the engaged couple there. So weddings are. Because they had to go to Las Vegas to, to yeah, a exactly. wedding chapel and exactly. get the legal exactly. work done before they could do the sacramental Before work. they could get the sacramental work done. Right. So weddings are fantastic. A low stress. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Yeah, that, that yeah, sounds right. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to get to do them in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Good, good. We'll tag yeah. team on some of that. Now, weddings Ooh, really that are. That would be there. a lot of fun. The one of the things I, I love about weddings, too, um, particularly Catholic weddings, because they're just filled with such ritual and the sacrament and the Eucharist. Yeah. It's just, it's really great. And they're really moments of, of evangelization for uh, men and women who who come to the to the wedding that the mayor may not have faith. That's one of the things I love about it. It brings together a yeah. large, diverse population. So, hey, how about this? People mail, email us your your, your crazy wedding <laughs> disaster stories. Yes, and, and to and hope we, at franciscan.edu. Yeah, we'd, yeah love to, we, we'd love to hear about we that. We can share those. We can share those. But it's going to be a great weekend. <laughs> Labor Day, barbecues, I'm sure, all across. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And yeah, one last thing. I, I just think you're right. You know, when you see a faithful couple get married, it is such a profound witness to the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, you really do uh, get people who are just stunned because, you know, a lot of folks go to a lot of weddings. It's just kind of a thing to do. But particularly when they come to a place like Franciscan, I mean, it is. It's a great opportunity for evangelization. I might have shared this, uh, I think, but you know, when Jenny and I got married, we did get married at Christ the King in 1997, which was great. Christ the King is the chapel at Franciscan University. And 
uh, we chose for our gospel reading, uh, John chapter one, the word became flesh, uh, because we really wanted our marriage and homily at our wedding to be about the presence of God in the world and the presence of God in our lives. And um, yeah, those, those moments are, I think are really powerful and beautiful. And as I've had the chance to go to many. What was the date? Uh, of your, what, what was the date? June 28th, 1997. I'm so happy I remembered that right away. Where was I? I wasn't at your wedding, was I? You celebrated it. I did not. No, you didn't. <laughs> I think you were in, you were somewhere. I, oh, I know where you were. You were oh, at a youth, youth conference. conference. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, as soon as you said the date, the I middle, said, I'm sh- That was the middle of youth conferences. And uh, sure my wife always lamented because then for like the next 20 years, I was rarely home <laughs> on that date because yeah. yeah. it would always fall on, on a weekend. But Jenny was, Jenny was awesome about it. But yeah, no, you were, uh, you were celebrating a, a youth conference somewhere at the time. And, um, but yeah, wanted, yeah, those weddings are really beautiful opportunities. I actually wanted you to get married in front of, at a youth conference, but you said no. I think I did too. And it was probably yeah, Jenny. Jen let's said be honest, no. Jen, the way to go, kill yeah, Joy. Jen. Way to go. You know what? She thought the day was all, right, all about her. We got to call it. Yeah. Hey, um, all right. Well, um, that again, good. Let's, let's just close with prayer, praying for the people in Louisiana, Lord, that you had just brought your blessings and your grace upon them particularly those who are most frightened, uh, those who are suffering most, that you just send your Holy Spirit to be present to them, Jesus, that that sometimes we feel helpless, but that's not true because we can pray and we can come before you on behalf of them. And that is not only helpless, but it is profoundly powerful. So we do that in your name, Jesus, and we come on behalf of the people who are suffering in your holy name. Jesus, bless our listeners that they would encounter you in the midst of their life this week. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father Dave. And thank you, every... Yep, yep, definitely. I'll be on campus tonight. And uh, thank you to all you listeners, uh, everybody praying, uh, everybody participating in our little Dave That Hope family. If you have a fun, crazy wedding story, we'd love to hear it at hope at franciscan.edu. Hope at franciscan.edu. God bless.